Some say he's a technical whiz. Some say he was born in Cornwall. Well, some say he's on a journey. And here's your host, David Hackett. Joining me today on the Journey podcast is another podcast host, and we'll be talking about his podcast in a while. But welcome to the Journey, all the way from Dublin, Seamus Clancy. Hi, David. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on. I'm good. Thank you for being part of it. And thankfully, internet's working because when we wanted to do this yesterday, your internet was down. Oh my God, it was an absolute disaster. So it had kind of just, it it was a bit patchy all day. And then just before it was meant to start, it went. And I was like, oh, surely it'll be fine. So I restarted the router, still nothing. And then one of my neighbors then said that it wasn't working for them too. So I was like on the phone. They mean like, oh, it'd be really quick fix, but it wasn't. It took like two hours. So oops, sorry (laughs) about that. And you were able to get everything done as well, because we, like I said, we'd be talking about your podcast in a while. So you were able to do your podcast recording for yourself. Yes. So thankfully, yeah, it was back in time. But sometimes these things are out of control, you know, you like it just happens sometimes and you just have to get on with it. You know, I think now that we're all working from home, these kind of problems are just yeah. there and you know <laughs> like dogs bark and you can see that in my podcast too you can hear the dogs but yeah you know internet goes dogs bark doors things anything can happen <laughs> and that's what makes the podcast unique as well if it's not got any natural noises in the background i think it's too artificial oh my god speaking of natural noises there's a <laughs> delivery at my door <laughs> give me two Wicked seconds so sorry about that um it's just like an amazon delivery at the door that you actually could not write that timing like you couldn't plan that that was crazy and this is when we could say your podcast (laughs) yeah Oh my god, that's so funny! But my classes are coming this afternoon, so I'm hopefully lucky they not come until this afternoon. So, and you know, you could be waiting all day for it to come. You're free, and the moment you're not, or the moment you're busy, that's when it will come. (laughs) So, how is Dublin? Dublin's good, same as everywhere. Quiet. There's nothing happening. We're all stuck at home, so we're still in level five. So that's our like strictest. Um, guidelines but I think we're hoping that they'll be like eased up around the start of April but mm. we don't know numbers are still quite high here and know, vaccinations are really slow because I know in England it's going to in a phase stage where it's going slowly back into some sort of normality yeah yeah you have like you know an end date isn't it like in June mm. Yeah, we don't have that. Here in America, in the state I'm in, we still have to wear masks. A mask mandate is still in place, even though some other states, they don't have to wear masks now. The state I'm in, still wearing a mask. Yeah, what state are you in? Ohio. Oh, amazing. Uh, Yeah, no, you still have to wear a mask here. Like, no Mm -hmm. shot, like, nothing's open. The only things that are open are grocery stores and takeaways, like, 
no clothes shops, no, hmm. no so nothing. So, the journey. We're talking about past, present and future. Tell us about what you want to tell us, obviously. Tell us about the past when you was growing up. What inspired you when you was growing up? Um, good question. I think, you know, when I was younger, I think I really wanted to just to... to I, I think I always knew that I wanted to get out of a small town. So when I was younger, we moved from like kind of close to a city to like the country. And like as much as I loved it, like, oh, I had like the best fun and great friends. But I think I always knew I wanted to kind of get out of the small town and experience, you know, more than that. And I think, you know, it was that kind of like hunger to kind of want to kind of do bigger and better things. Mm. Um, you know, and that kind of led me on to so like I did, I, I moved into Galway, which is like 30 minutes from my parents home for college. So like not that far. Um, but at least it was, you know, the chance to kind of move out of home and to experience more things. But once I finished college, then I moved to Korea. So South Korea, which is like 10 years ago now, and to teach English over there, which was just like the best experience ever. Um, you know, and I think the older you get, like everything kind of in- inspires you, you know, to talking about, you know, what inspires you. I think you know, as you're growing up, it's all those different experiences that you have and you get inspiration from different things. Yeah. Um, But for me, it's that kind of, it's like that culture. It's, you know, and it's not even, you know, the culture of living in in Korea. Like I was living in Seoul, which is like the capital. You know, there's like 50 million people there. In all of (laughs) Ireland, there's five. So it was like this extreme difference to live in this, insanely high-tech um lights everywhere people everywhere world um but to experience that but to also like you know you're meeting other cultures while you're there you know there's people from america canada england south africa all teaching english so you're really getting to experience this really you know new world really opens up like how big the world is and i'm sure you know you feel the same you know going from england to ohio it's uh, it's such a difference. Yeah, I totally get that. It's like when I first came to America, I came here to meet, at the time, my fiance. She's now my wife. And, you know, I fell in love with America because it was that change. Because I was from a small county in England called Cornwall. So I was only used to a small area in comparison to places like London or Dublin or Birmingham. You know, I was used to a small close-knit community so when I first traveled to America via Dublin obviously I knew about Dublin but I had to stay in the airport because the flight was only like a few hours later but I knew of Dublin and I knew that was something different for me even though I'd been there now when when I flew from Dublin to New York stage and I landed in New York that's the realization for myself I thought oh it's big it's different different culture it was a so shock yeah and i felt because i couldn't use my phone because airports nowadays like except for dublin they still do it free luckily but the airport at the airport um jfk you have to pay for the wi-fi so i had no immediate contact to say to my wife at the time you know fiance at the time i was just like i can't call you i can't message you yeah 
because they, you know, I didn't have that sort of data on my phone to actually contact her. It was luckily thanks to the pilot that I was going to catch his plane. He said, yeah, use my phone. So I was fine. Oh. Thank you. But uh, for those couple of hours, I was panicking, thinking I'm in a strange place. I'm in a strange place. So is that how you felt when you first went to Korea? Yeah, but there's something also so amazing about it. You know, you feel so lost. Like, you know, like when I went, although it was only like 10 years ago, but like I didn't have a smartphone. Like, you know, they just weren't a thing. You you know, in the space of 10 years, how much things have changed. But, Mm. you know, I didn't like, I I think I video called to like some of my friends, but, you know, it was like you were kind of away from technology as well. You Mm. know, once I got off the plane, I'd know kind of, first contact till I got a mobile phone and uh, but it's that like real shock but there's something so exciting about it as well you mm-hmm. know to be totally thrown out of your comfort zone and you know at the time of course it's a bit stressful but when you look back in it you're like oh like you know that really um really kind of you know changed it up because life is a bit like mundane you know it's a bit boring and it's you know I love those things that get you out of your comfort zone you're trying something a bit different or mm. you know just doing something that um makes you happy so you would say it's different than being in Galway it would be different than living where you were with your mum and dad there's a big culture shock yeah like there's a big culture shock um sorry my talk's just lying on the ground there I was like don't make any noise um yeah yeah it is because you know like where my mom and dad live like you know you walk up the road for like 10-15 minutes there's no paths uh like there are now but like not when I was a kid <laughs> and, like you know at the top of the road there's just one pub and one shop and like you've no next door neighbors it's just fields um which and I loved it like don't get me wrong but I think you know the hunger to kind of to want to kind of experience new things and to um get out of your comfort zone yeah and even mm, now just, I still think the same you know if somebody's like should we do this and I'm like yeah like why not carpe diem life is short David uh yeah. you know you do have to take advantage of things and you, you know I'm always one of those people who are like like don't have regrets you know like what's you know you'll you regret doing something you'll rarely regret you, you know, no, I said it the other way around. You'll rare, you'll always regret not doing something, but you rarely regret doing something. Mm. Like you know, just do it, do see what happens. You know, and I think you know with this pandemic as well, I'm seeing lots of my friends moving out of the cities because you know cities are just dead now. There's nobody around. They want to go to the countryside and stuff, and yeah, and it's that big change, and it's like, oh, should I? Should I not? And like. I always like my always advice is like just do it like go for a few months you know if it doesn't work out you can always come back you know what what's the harm of trying like (laughs) you know and like you know now you have the opportunity we're all work you can work from anywhere so like take advantage of it this will never happen again yeah so you could take your smartphone like your iphone your ipad your android phone your android tablets and you can say okay my phone let's plug it in let's ask what to go away you go you still your office yeah yeah you know like i haven't been in an office in like over a year since like march 12th or something i think was my last day in the office and probably not for another while 
Um, so essentially, I can work from anywhere. Uh, but I don't. But do you, but do you miss being in? Do you miss being in the office? I do. Yeah, I totally do miss that. Um, you know, like the interaction and. You know, I work I work in PR and communications. It's like, you know, it's quite a creative um it's quite a creative industry. And sometimes I think, you know, it really works when you're all around a table and you're all sharing ideas and you know, within the whole kind of marketing model, you know, there's social media, there's media, there's PR, you know, there's shopper, you know, there's loads of different elements that all kind of work together. And, you know, sometimes when you're not kind of around those people, it's harder to 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 kind of work together or really know what's going on but I don't miss the three-hour commute so <laughs> and if you ask me which one I'd have to choose I would choose not having the commute and don't worry I won't show you employees that you don't want to drive for. <laughs> don't look at this no I'm sure they'd all say the same sure like, you know you talk to them all the time and we do like I have quite a lot of calls and most of the time we have our cameras on. So you do kind of feel that uh, interaction. And yeah, it's it's so, it's not the yeah, worst. You're, you're pretty zoomed in and out because it's all Zoom nowadays, like we are doing Zoom now. Which yeah, all and it. you know, the podcast I record now, like my co-host, uh, we record um, virtually as well or remotely. Um, so yeah. You know, you think you're kind of sick of it at this stage, but it, it's almost like the, no- the norm now. Mm. Um, it doesn't even feel strange. It's just like, so, oh yeah, that's just the way life into, is. So going into today's, well, this, you know, the recent events, you create a podcast and follow a reality show like I follow, Culture Circle, and you host the unofficial Circle podcast. See, there's me promoting it for you. <laughs> Thank you, little... Listen to it now, right now, after yeah. you finish this, of course. Yes. Finish available. this first and then go listen to it. Yes, available on Apple Podcasts. And everywhere. Apple. Like yeah, anywhere yeah. and everywhere. Just search the Circle Unofficial Podcast. It's everywhere. And, and it's the better podcast. <laughs> it is. Listen, it, it's what the people are saying. Well, it's what David's saying. So I believe that. So, yeah, let's go with that. Oh, and another well, person said it to me too. That's two. <laughs> <laughs> so... Going back to what you're saying, you do your interview, well, you do what you're doing now. You've got the mic in front of you. you got Paddy, I assume he's somewhere else in Ireland, or is he in England? Oh, no, he like just lives like only 15 minutes away. But you still do assume... <laughs> yeah, in Ireland, you're, you're, not about, you're not allowed to go five kilometres outside of your, your home, and you're not mm-hmm. allowed to go into other people's homes. Um, so that's our like our government guidelines now because of COVID. Um, so we wouldn't be able to to record together. No, but that's what makes it unique. When I've heard your podcasts, it sounds like how I'm doing my podcast review. It sounds like yeah. I'm actually the same with you. Now, that's not me giving away a secret because the circle is about secrets. And did you know this about it? Because as you gathered by my podcast when I was talking to Tim he said there's more to the circle than actually what you see on screen of course yeah and so what made you start doing these podcasts was it just because you wanted to give something to accompany the show or so I so when I was in college I did uh, English and Geography in Goy like I said I was part of the student radio station there Flirt FM 
So I did a show there for two years and loved it. Um, and then when after Korea, I lived in Canada for a year and I worked for two different radio stations there. So I used to do like promos and I used to be at basketball games with her like T-shirt cannons. <laughs> so much fun. Um, and then I, I then after Canada, I li- moved then to Belfast and I did my master's up there. And while I was doing my master's there, I used to present the breakfast show on the local radio station up there called Blast 106, uh, which is so much fun. We used to do this daily feature called Challenge Seamus, where I'd have to do different challenges on air. So, <laughs> you know, one was eating a banana through a pair of tights. Uh, another one was I had to do my co-worker, my co-worker's makeup. Uh, so there's loads of different things. So it was always great fun. So I've always had this interest in radio. I just love it. And podcasts, like I'm absolutely obsessed with podcasts. And I always have been. I I just love them. I constantly, constantly, constantly listen to them, like nonstop. Um, and I've always wanted to start one, but I've always been of the opinion, you know, there's loads out there, you know, oh, like I, I want to find the niche. So what, what one can I do that nobody else is doing? And um, within like NPR, I was working with a brand who were sponsoring a Love Island podcast. And just from talking to them and, you know, how they did it. And it's, you know, the same kind of format that I do. It's recorded after the show airs. It's a review podcast. You talk about your thoughts and things. So I kind of got the idea from them and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I hadn't watched the first season of The Circle when it came out. But I was working with somebody and they were like, oh, like watch it on demand. So I watched it and loved it. I was like, this is brilliant. And I realized there was no podcast. So when season two was about to start, I launched a podcast uh, called The Circle Unofficial Podcast. And it was, yeah, recorded after each show airs. And we had, we were the only podcast. So we pretty much, we had lots of the contestants once they were blocked would come on the show. Um, so we did that. We did something like, we did the American one, uh, a few episodes on that. We had Alex from the American series too. And then I did like a special a year on. So talking to some of the contestants a year on from the show. And that's when we first actually had Paddy on. Um, And then back again for season three uh, with a new co-host. So Paddy Smith, the winner of the circle from last year. And and like I said, only just lives down the road. Uh, So it's great to have him on board. And yeah, we've uh, we've, uh, Kay Adams from the Celebrity Circle, We've got some, we'll pretty much hopefully have all the block contestants this year mm. um, and loads of other guests. So, yeah, it's great fun. And um, yesterday's podcast, you had Gil come back for this. Yes, since. Gil came back, the return of Gil. We have not <laughs> replaced him. Uh, so, yeah, he'll be popping in and out. Um, so, yeah, it was nice to have him back for an episode. Now, what do you think? Of, I know you've been talking about it in your own podcast but not everyone might have heard it. What's your opinion of season three so far? Like, I'm liking it. Like, I think it's very early days, you know, very much in the circle. It's, you know, you're really rooting for people in there and, you know, you get so involved. And I think that kind of involvement comes after time as you get to learn, like, know the characters and they kind of get pushed to the limits. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. I think the tally twist was amazing. I think it made for really great TV. I know there was quite a lot of controversy online that, you know, people felt like it was really unfair to do that to somebody, you know, put somebody's mental health under such pressure. 
Um, I thought it was really good TV. Obviously, I can definitely see that side, and I and I really did sympathise with her for that. But you know, as me and Paddy were talking about, it is a reality show. You're going on it for a reason to be pushed to the limits. And Paddy says, like it's you were like you were told this so many times on the way in. You it's know, the disclaimer you signed that you yeah, won't do it exactly. You know, you're going to be put into situations that will cause you high stress. And that's what TV needs. And, you know, you talk about it before, you know, like what you see isn't actually what happens in there. And of course it's not. It's edited for TV to make the best show as possible. Um, but yeah, I'm liking it so far. Um, the celebrity one I really enjoyed. I thought it was like really quick, fast it moving. Great, it was a good quick fix to get you ready for that. I, mean, I know it was for charity. But yeah. it was a quick fix to say, ego, this is what we can expect. Expect a bit stronger for the... Yeah, and I thought, you know, season one was kind of big and I thought season two was going to be huge. Mm. And, like, it still was big. Um, it's just it still hasn't got to that Love Island, Big Brother kind of level yet. And I then I really thought this year, I was like, celebrities... It's going to come on after the Celebrity Bake Off, which will be, you know, one of the biggest watch TV shows in Britain. Um, I was like, this year it's going to be huge. And it's still, it's big, but it just still just does not seem to break out of that, you know, mainstream. You know, I have a few friends who watch it and love it, but like that would be 10% of my friends. You know, 90% still aren't watching or really know what it's about. And yeah. I just want it to be that big. I think I want people to know about it. It's a great my show. Think, it's really interesting. My, think, my opinion is, when it, I thought when it moved from London to Salford, it would have progressed for the better, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because obviously it's a new location. Big Brother, after it left London to go to Oxfordshire, it grew. So that's why I'm open for the circle, is it grows, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, and it's it's hard for it this year, you know, because it had changed from being a certain format in the first season. Then the second season was more like kind of live shows and way more audience interaction. You had the app and you had a say. And now it's had to change again, obviously, because of COVID. And it's not live. It's shot like last September. So the contestants for the first time ever are actually seeing it play out and see what people are saying online. Um, like never before. Mm. Now, is it Tilly or Tally? <laughs> oh my God, I can't. So I'm really bad with names. Like I'm just so bad at really bad at pronouncing them and everything. And one of my very best friends, Tilly, um, it, she's one of my best friends. Like, so obviously every time I try and think of Tally, I think of Tilly. And Tilly, actually I met in Korea and she's from really close to my home house. And, um, so yeah, it's funny that we met over there, but now like we're really good friends. Um, but yeah, I just it's always Tilly. I just I'm gonna try. I'm gonna get it like tattooed into me. Her name is Tally. Now I can imagine if you get her on as the guest. I know. I'll have to apologize to her. Um <laughs> she we we like she's been really like cool. Like we've just been briefly just chatting to her uh, on Instagram, just saying how much of a great job she's doing. But she's, yeah, she seems great. I, she's one of my faves. Mm. So, 
you're doing this unofficial circle podcast. Have you heard from the competition? Have you heard their side on how East Alex is doing on this podcast? I've listened to it. It's very different, you know. All of his is pre-recorded and it's it, it, it's not as much about like what happens in the circle. Of course, he'll talk to people that were in there and what their their you know experiences were, but it's more about you know the psychology behind it and why people do what they do, catfishing and personas online. Um, but yeah, I think they probably should have asked me to host it, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah it's, it's so it's... funny now that <laughs> Alex is doing the official one, the winner of season one, and then at the same time, of course, we knew nothing about each other's one. Uh, I bring on the winner of season two onto the podcast, <laughs> uh, so it's the it's the battle of the winners. Um, I would say probably Alex is winning it. Uh, he got that channel four money promotion mm. behind him uh something that we don't unfortunately and that's where channel four should have come to you they should have looked before they actually i know and like no actually i will say channel four are very like you know of course to organize all the guests and stuff like we we do have to deal with well not really channel four but you know the show and stuff and they're always very good so i can't i can't say anything bad about no them. and like i said and i always say this in interviews any thoughts we do say are our own and not related to Channel 4, not related to the media, you know, company associated with the circle. These are just purely our thoughts. <laughs> yes, exactly. That, Don't see that us. way we're that way we're covered. <laughs> yeah, covered for anything. Good so, old legal line. So you have Paddy on doing with your podcasts. You've heard my podcast, I assume, because you yes. said you are. Professor Tim I like this because I I expected only half an hour or so. I didn't expect it, but... Oh, Tim can talk. talk. I know. And yet he gathered my Tim interviews now and a half. <laughs> and that was unedited because I keep it raw as anything. Now, Katie, because I had Katie Wokar, yeah. different ball game, and she gave me a different side to understand the circle. She, Tim gave me his opinion, but Katie gave me her opinion. And they're so, very different. Yeah. Very different. Uh, now, if I was to interview Paddy, he probably would give me a, I don't know if he would have his opinion on it, but he probably would say similar to what Tim would say. But at the same time, I can see him being on Katie's element. So it's a. Yeah, he more kind of, I'd say, sits in the middle of the two, probably more to Katie's side. Like, you know, he thinks it was a great experience. Um, he loved it. Um, yeah. Now, if they offered you, would you go on it? Yeah, I totally would. Why not? I think it would as your, be... As yourself was... <laughs> um, I'd say nobody really knows what I look like. So probably I'd love to go on as myself, but like obviously position myself as like the circle expert because I've talked about it every single <laughs> night for like two years. Um, but I, I do kind of see something fun about being a catfish. Um, but I don't know what that catfish would be. Um, but I do think there's something really fun about pretending to be somebody else. Yeah, it's just that element. And I've known in social media since I've been big in social media and doing what I do in social media. You know, the whole point is catfish, you've got to do it in such a way, in such a clever way. You've got to be aware of what you're doing so you don't trip over yourself. Yeah. yeah. So I can imagine the celebrity circle and I can imagine the contestants from series one two and three 
they were all told, if you're catfished, like Tim said, he was a manufactured person where they told him to be something which he didn't want to be. Yeah. But it was just the element, I suppose, how far would you go with that persona? Yeah. And that's how far you'll push to win. Um, and I think I would. Like, I'd, I would be in there to, to play the game, you know, and I think mm. that's what it's about. And sometimes I, I think Tim thinks it, there's a real emotional side and there totally is. But there also is, it's, you know, it's a game show. Um, and it's for TV and you know, you can't really now, take that much in, from it, you know. Now, going into the American circle, because that's, you know, obviously I've seen the British, I've seen the American. I try to understand the Brazilian and the French version, and I like I never got that far. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I can't, no. But the American side of things, and this is really nice about it, they added another element to it. And that's what I find, and probably you found, different as well. It was a different element to the game. They played it their own style. I know it was from Netflix, but it was a different element. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, I, you know, watching that, because that was all pre-recorded. And, you know, that felt so weird to the way the British one was done. And now the British one is the way the Netflix one's done. But I think it's, yeah, it's so funny that they're all recorded in the same apartment building in... In Manchester makes, or wherever it is. It makes um, me laugh as well with the American. They try to make it American. By it's so funny. <laughs> they just like they just get a picture of this apartment building and they just like paste it into, I don't know, is it Boston or somewhere? I don't know where yeah. they're pretending it is. Uh, but it definitely and isn't. Thinking, and I was like, okay. <laughs> That's a lie. Uh, but I did love, like, I think the American ones had, you know, a really good cast and good catfishes. And I think... That's kind of, you can kind of see that filtered into, you know, this year's one, you know, some of those same kind of ideas of like they had a mother and son. Now we've got a, a dad and daughter. Um, but it is, it's such a great show. And I think, um, especially on Netflix, I think it was probably bigger. It's really big on Netflix and in America. Um, and that new season, I think it's coming out soon. Yeah, I think it is from what I understand. But it'd be good if the British one comes over to America, then the Americans, and this is me speaking loosely, because I'm just one British man in America <laughs> who's got an American wife, but it'd be good to see the British version of the circle instead of me saying, this a a VPN, let's watch it through this VPN. No, but like that's what we had to do for um, the American circle, because, you know, the American circle came out in Netflix, but it only came out in America. Um, so we had to watch it on a VPN and like the same with the UK one it's like you just wish there was a way of watching it because like last year and this shows like what dedication we had like we even recorded the podcast when we went on holiday so we were in Spain and do you remember like like still recording Um, and like you know you still have to just get on with it Um, (laughs) But yeah, like you just have to do it. So we've spoken about your past and about traveling to Korea. We've spoken about your present, obviously not your job, but we just talked about the podcast because that's what it is about promoting podcast. Now we're talking about the future. Where would you want to see yourself, say, in five years' time? Oh, good question. Um, 
I think I would, I'd love to do another podcast, um, not about a reality show. I, I think a lot of the podcasts that I love are the real storytelling ones and the kind of investigative ones. So, you know, for example, like the Tolly Parton documentary, I think that was just done in a lovely way and the way it was told. Like, I'd love to look into doing a bit of, like of more of a longer form kind of documentary or doc, not doc, but podcast series, more documentary style. Um, yeah, that's something I'd love to do. Who knows? Maybe I'll still be doing the Circle unofficial podcast if the Circle's still on TV. I um, it'll be my opinion because I reckon it'll gain strength. I think so. I think every year, kind of, you know, it does kind of grow a bit more momentum. It's like a little snowball going down the mountain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully I'll still be doing that. Yeah, just hopefully happy. Hopefully we'll be traveling places. Yeah. Hopefully there'll be no more pandemics. That's what I and want no to see mask, in five years. No talking behind masks and no more Zoom meetings and no more recording on Zoom for podcasts. <laughs> yeah, none of this anymore. I want to be able to go to the pub and like hug all my friends and just laugh and, oh, I can't wait. So, to sum up, promote the podcast where it is, where people can listen and anything else you want to work. Um, so if you want to listen to our podcast, it's called The Circle Unofficial Podcast. So it's hosted by me and Paddy Smith, the winner of season two. He is also a disabled activist. He's done lots of TV as well in Ireland. He's great. We're both great. Um, of course, there's Gil sometimes as well. We've lots of other guests. We'll have some of the contestants. It comes out directly after, well, a few hours after and the episode of The Circle airs. So we pretty much, the episode finishes, we hop straight on to record. So it's fresh in our mind. We barely even talk before we press record. So it's really unfiltered, honest. Uh, it's good fun. It's a bit of a laugh. Um, I think, you know, the way some people describe it, it's like, it's like watching a TV show with your friends. You know, when you want to just talk about it, you want to hear somebody's thoughts and you kind of, and that's essentially what we want it to be. You know, especially mm. now during the pandemic, it's a nice little thing to watch a little accompaniment to the show. Um, you can catch it pretty much everywhere, Spotify, um, SoundCloud, iTunes, search for The Circle Unofficial Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Circle Unpodcast. And yeah, appreciate if you want to come, give us a like, a follow, a review. And I'll be sharing this to all the Circle groups I'm in. And the figure will be up as well. And it yes, might, be, might break away. Those but, groups are the best. Sorry, like, uh, I wouldn't, there, there would be no podcast without them, without Mark John, like, you know, Mark without John, having that Mark, audience Mark to top. Mark John, we must thank publicly because he is the most prominent one that I What a know, hero. Um, yeah. And so much work. Before. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for being part of the group, making us welcome, making us be part of the circle on Facebook. Yeah, because like, you know, it's really good for me because uh, there's an an immediate audience there. You know, if you, I think if you start like a random podcast, like where are you going to find people that want to listen to it? But for me, you know, when I first started, it was a great place to just post about it there. And, you know, that's how it kind of grew momentum from that. Mm. Um, but yeah, what a hero. Seamus Clancy, thank you for being part of the journey. Incidentally, this is not real. 
<laughs> oh my god, is that not Dublin in the background? I thought we were uh, it, going yeah, on the I'm last. I'm in Dublin, now. really. Nah, that's part of the illusion of the circle. We'll get some cans. <laughs> we'll get some cans of Guinness and drink them on the street. Yeah, I'm saying but... that because there's nowhere open. So <laughs> no, I just made it part of Dublin to make you feel like. I feel like home, David. I feel like home. Um, thank you so much for having me on. It's been great. Thanks. It's a lovely yeah. way to spend a Saturday um, chatting to you. And rugby, Ireland versus England. Oh, I couldn't care less. Um, <laughs> I, obviously, I want Ireland to win, whatever it is, but uh, I don't follow <laughs> sport at all. Nor do I on the, on, you know, I follow Wales, even though I'm not Welsh, but yeah. oh, it's I, like... No idea. If you ask me who went from RuPaul's Drag Race, I can answer that. But as we who won a match, no. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what Paddy was famous for saying on the one of the last podcasts, talking about the, you know, RuPaul won. <laughs> and I was like... Oh, did he say something similar? Yeah, he was God. talking about yeah. RuPaul. And, but Hilarious. thank you, Seamus. Thank and you. See, I actually remember your name, and it's not Tilly, not Tally. <laughs> <laughs> I'll learn it one of these days, I promise. It's my homework for the weekend. <laughs> Thank you for being part of the journey. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Here's the TikTok influencer you'd love to be. No, not that one. This one, it's Cosmic Star's 78, better known as Melissa. Follow us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash share a wise word or two.